0: Got the music and everything.
1: 10 it's got the code it's gonna launch! It's a unique system. I know this. It's all the files of the whole park. It tells her everything. Sir, he's uploading the virus. Eagle one. The package is being delivered.
0: Hey, Cyber. This is Motherboard Editor-in-Chief Jason Kebler, and I've got Joseph Cox here with me. Hi, Joseph.
1: Hey, thanks uh, for having me on. First time ever.
0: Yeah, this is, I believe, our first uh, ever emergency podcast, which is hopefully not going (laughs) to be much of an emergency from now on, but we're trying something new. Um, We are going to try to do some more live and timely podcasts where... Uh, We break stories and then get on Twitch and start talking about them. So uh, to everyone that's watching us on Twitch, uh, thank you for being here. This is the first time we're trying this, so please bear with us. And to our cyber listeners, also please bear with us because uh, we're trying to bring you news uh, as it happens as opposed to um you know a few days later and so uh today we're going to be talking about amazon's new astro robot which uh i will let amazon set the scene here this is from a uh keynote speech that they gave today to tell you about one last device that delivers peace of mind and a whole lot more here's dave Thanks, Deborah. Often it's the dreamers, the people who write science fiction, who are decades ahead of the builders. It's the dreamers, people like Roddenberry and Asimov, who set the direction. Take robotics, for example, a staple of many of the TV shows that I grew up with. In these shows, robots were ubiquitous and made people's lives easier. In five to ten years, we believe every home will have at least one robot that will become a core part of your everyday life. You've already seen some of our early work in this area. Last year, in addition to Always Home Cam, we introduced Echo Show 10, a device that can rotate its display to move with you around the room. And we found that just a little bit of movement makes the experience even more magical for customers. Now, let me show you something else we've been working on. Astro, join me on. Uh, so that is Astro. Sorry uh, for some of the background noise. We're working to get that out—the slacks and the text messages and the Discord pings and pings and pongs. But uh, Joseph, what is what is Astro?
1: Astro is basically uh, Alexa, which you know, Amazon's smart assistant on wheels. You know, it can go around your house. You can give it all sorts of commands. But beyond that, it also acts as a sort of home security. Device as well. So, of course, we've seen all of these Ring cameras, and you know this Ring drone as well, which I think was mentioned today, and which of course we've also heard about before. But here, you have this little robot, you know, a sort of Warly or one of the other miniature robots from science fiction you may think about. Uh, It will go around your house, and it will try to detect: oh, that person does live here, and they're supposed to be here. Or this is a stranger. Maybe I should continue to follow them around the apartment or house. And then we can figure out, you know, whether they're supposed to be here or not. And obviously potentially, uh, inform the, the owner of the robot and the owner of the house as well. So, I mean, beyond the cutesy marketing, it's a surveillance device, uh, essentially, albeit one that's just in your own home.
0: Right. And I mean, Amazon says that it's a surveillance device. Like it's, it's not really subtle and it's not really masquerading as something that it's not, um, You know, it it integrates with Ring, which is Amazon's home security system. It's doorbell cameras. It's sort of, they're not baby monitors, but they have some interior cameras as well. Um, We're not sure exactly how deep the integration is. Um, And, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have something to add here. Like, this is all sort of what Amazon said on the record. But Matthew Galt, the normal host of Cyber, who would be here, but he is sick and sort of valiantly hopped online to help us do the story, um, was able to get leaked a lot of documents from the actual development of Astro, which was originally called uh, Vesta. Um, And so we basically have like 10 or so meetings, um, recordings from meetings, as well as some internal documents that explain sort of what Astro is and how Amazon looks at it. And behind the scenes, I mean, in order to make Astro work, um, something that really stood out to me was kind of the incredible amount of data that Amazon needs in order to have uh, a robot that drives around your house and um, and can kind of just do the things that Amazon wants it to do. And so, I mean, what, what really stood out to me was um, this idea of social robotics, which is what Amazon called it. Um, they say that, quote, the goal is to make Vesta a quote, intelligent robot and allow simple but magical interactions with people. Uh, They say some of the goals for Vesta that this team will focus on, uh, one, Vesta Vesta needs to appear smart to the users. Vesta needs to interact with people uh, taking social norms into account. Vesta needs to have some level of autonomy. It is available if needed and wants to be around humans but not underfoot, and then finally, Vesta needs to learn custom, customer behavior. It gets better at performing a repeated task over time. And so the, the thing that stood out to me is like Vesta or Astro, which is what it's being called publicly, it costs a thousand dollars and is kind of going to be available on an invite only uh, basis to start. But basically like this thing is following you around. It's watching everything you do. It's learning the parts of your house where um, they call it choke points, like hot spots in your house, um, where it's right, most like, likely.
1: Like, like a Roomba might get stuck on a carpet or something, except now we have a robot, which is hopefully doing more intelligent things. But yeah, trying to really navigate like, the nooks and crannies uh, of your house in a more intelligent way. But whether that'll right. actually work on or something
0: else, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Roomba has been doing this for quite some time. It was very controversial when Roomba was caught sort of like mapping people's houses. Um, there's actually this slide that um, once we're more sophisticated at Twitch, we'll figure out how to put up. Um, you can find the article and and look at it there. But basically, um, it shows a map of a person's house and it has like the walls and it has all these like red like a heat map essentially of where people go. Um, And basically Amazon has programmed Vesta or Astro to avoid those areas. Um, You know, one of the programmers said it wants to avoid quote, places where it will easily get hit by humans. And from a usability standpoint, like, this makes sense. Like, you don't want your robot, like, underfoot is what they call it. You don't want to be bumping into it, things like this. Um, You know, Amazon wants it to be nearby so it can be useful, but not so um, annoying that you don't want it around. But I think that just seeing sort of this, the details of how this was programmed explain and show exactly how much this robot needs to track and learn about you in order for it to be useful.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you brought up what uh, some developers were saying. On the flip side, you know, we spoke to two people who worked on this project and they both brought up the issue of the the, the person recognition or the the facial recognition, right? Because it's one thing to navigate around an apartment to be able to go, oh, this is a carpet, this is a wall, something like that. What Astro is trying to do is it's trying to identify specific individuals and whether they're on, you know, essentially an allow list or a block list, right? But the two people that we spoke to said that that person recognition is fundamentally flawed. Now, that might just be, oh, a silly little tech issue, you know, that they can improve later on. But realistically, the way that Amazon is marketing this product is almost like a health and safety uh, piece of equipment, right? Like not only could you you that maybe robbers who come into your house to steal something, but you may also be able to remotely interact with, say, your elderly grandparents or parents or something like that. And Astro, if hears something going on, it can navigate towards them and then help them out. If the person recognition sucks, <laughs> that's going to be really, really bad for something which is literally designed to recognize people. You know, and look to be fair, maybe it improves in time. Maybe it's even got better since. Right, we won't really know until it's sort of out in the wild. As you said, it's almost being released as sort of a beta program where only a few invite-only people will get it, uh, at least for the time being. But we'll see how it. Uh, we'll see how it actually navigates in the real world, and it's just how. Everyone's going to get spooked by that idea of facial uh, recognition, you know, but at least it's processed locally on the device. So that seems okay. That's what Amazon told us. But if it doesn't work, that's still an issue.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about
1: work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
0: Yeah. Can you explain the the difference between, um, you know, it getting processed on on the device versus on cloud and sort of what the trade-offs are there?
1: Yeah, so Amazon said to us and other outlets uh, like The Verge that it processes a lot of the data just on the robot itself, right? So you, it'll, it'll look at you, it'll, it'll recognize a face, it will then run that software to decide, oh, is this the person who's supposed to be living here all locally on the device, right? So it's not leaving... Um, the individual robot and go into some service. So there's the no database
0: to be hacked, for example. Like that, that's one of the reasons why right. you do that. Right.
1: But, right, potentially. And Amazon did say that some data goes, but I'm not exactly clear what sort of data does end up uh, in the cloud. But yes, the alternative is that, you know, oh, we'll send the photo off uh, or, or the live image to a server somewhere, a data center, you know, presumably on AWS, and there we'll run all the algorithms or whatever and potentially store the images as well. I mean, that would be... A pretty bad scenario, right? Let's say they uploaded all of the face scans to a server, and then that, either through hacking the server itself or through breaking through an account, and those images got compromised. Of people just walking around their homes, of course, that would be a terrible thing. It seems that that is probably not going to be the case if it's doing the processing on the device itself. But that doesn't, you know, negate all of these other privacy issues. You know, I think you mentioned when we were writing the story that you know maybe it could. You're still it's still following maybe uh, a friend around your house or, or a, a maid if if you if you hire um, somebody to work in your house like that like there are still privacy issues beyond just the processing of the images you know maybe someone breaking into your account and then um, viewing the live stream of the Astro itself the, well the yeah it's, I mean we it's, saw it's, that
0: with the ring it's like you know ring right. obviously is an Amazon product and for um for months, it's like Ring didn't have two-factor authentication by default, and so we ended up seeing this sort of ring of hackers who were breaking into Ring devices and then make and then talking through the Ring devices and and really scaring families, scaring children. Um, they turned it into a game, and it, it was this whole community. and We did a, a series of stories on them, and you know these hacks, as well as our coverage of it, sort of led Amazon to um, require. Two-factor authentication. We haven't seen, as far as I know, too many um, instances of Ring devices getting hacked and, and taken over like that. But you could imagine something like that with with Astro happening,
1: right? Yeah, the, the Ring stuff seems to be uh, more under control, and they they stopped. Uh, I think they blocked some certain IPs as well as uh, some other stuff. You know, we were able to access Ring devices over the tour, which you shouldn't really be able to do uh, necessarily from a security point of view. When it comes to the Astro robot itself. I believe you can only view the live stream from one registered device, which would make, you know, account compromise harder. But and I don't think this is even far fetched to say maybe when you're dealing in a situation where there is domestic abuse, domestic violence, we already see uh, attackers leverage all sorts of technology. You know, maybe that's an IoT device. In your house. Maybe that's even getting access to the the smart thermostat via an app and turning up or down the temperature purely to harass someone. I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that an abusive partner could use uh, Astro to monitor or screw the settings of the person who's in the house. Of course, there would have to be a series of events that lead up to that, but it's something that people still need to uh, think about potentially.
0: Of course. Yeah. One thing that, uh, an open question I have and something, you know, we'll probably ask Amazon about tomorrow is, um, this does connect to ring. It connects to the ring ecosystem and back end, And, um, we know that ring users are able to share their video and the audio with police. Um, we know that that's sort of the, entire purpose of the ring ecosystem it's like you know amazon has been signing all these partnerships with police uh, departments all over the country um i haven't checked for a while but it's been uh it was north of a thousand departments last i checked and um for a while you know police were able to get footage from ring cameras without a warrant. So the way that it worked was they were able to request footage directly from Amazon ring users. And they were able to circumvent the the legal system by sort of just asking for the footage. And Astro is obviously supposed to um, live within a person's home. And so, um, you know, you would imagine that any footage that was shared with police would be from like a break-in or something like this, but, but you also bring up the really important point of what if a contractor comes in, what if a maid is working there, um, a housekeeper sort of thing, a cleaning professional, um, you know, are they going to be detected as a stranger? And as we saw from the documents, it's like, if, if the Astro device detects a quote unquote stranger, it then runs through this like flow chart of, well, is patrol mode on, um, you know, is, is another user present who is recognized, like all of this sort of stuff. Um, and if not, then it sort of automatically records audio and video and uploads it to the Amazon user's account. Um, whether that can then be shared directly with the police, like that's, a, that's an interesting question, I think.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I obviously don't want to like cement anything because we don't, as you say, we don't know at this point, but it brings up pretty concerning questions about it's one thing to have a camera pointing um, at a public space, you know, onto a road or something like that, which which is already concerning in entirely its own ways, you know. Uh, but what happens when those cameras do turn inside? And, you know, m- sometimes maybe there's people in there who haven't consented to having the, the uh, the footage shared. In other cases it may be particularly helpful for investigating the crime. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that either. Um but how this robot essentially great uh, it continues to integrate with Ring is going to be really interesting. And the law enforcement response to that because law enforcement always want to leverage uh new data sets, not necessarily in a malicious or nefarious way. It's just that, well, this may give us the clue that we need but you have to of course make sure that's proportionate and handled responsibly you know
0: yeah um so on twitch uh user bitter jelly has said this story is wild what is what is it actually supposed to help with wally is just going to roll up to a home invader and dot 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 question mark and i think uh, that, that's like a really good um i think that's a really good thing to to raise here because uh, it's not actually clear to me what the use case of this is. Like Amazon says that it can help with connecting people. Like it can help with video chat and that sort of thing. It can also, um, for like senior citizens or disabled people, it can kind of help with, um, accessibility issues and things like this. And I think that is probably true. Like it can help around the edges in some, some ways. And I think, um, you know, one of the employees that we spoke to or one of the people who worked on, on this, um, on astro raised the point that like it doesn't work super well and so if it's like bumping into stuff and like breaking and falling downstairs like maybe it's not so good for accessibility but i do think that um you know we've seen facebook introduce kind of really absurd products like video chat products we've seen um you know amazon has alexa now on like dozens of devices. I do think that while the story is important and it's really nice to see like a peek behind the curtain of how a product like this gets made and sort of how Amazon approaches it. I'm not sure if, if this is going to be popular, like ultimately, and I hate to say this, but it it like, it might not matter because this might just flop. Like Amazon has released a lot of stuff that they have then, um, you know, gotten rid of like the fire phone doesn't Mm -hmm. exist anymore like there's all sorts Mm -hmm. of products that they've released that just like don't go anywhere or do anything and i think that i'm not i have no idea if this will be successful or not but I, i don't see i don't see a use case for this where it's like this is something that people like have to have in their homes it's like it's basically an alexa on wheels as you said and alexa for people who use alexa can be on their phone it can be in their refrigerator it can be on their microwave like their echo dot and all this stuff so um yeah, I don't know. I I'm not sure what uh, the use case yeah, is yeah, here.
1: Uh, uh. I see that because the, the, the ring doorbell and the, all, all those products—they're much more clearer in use case, right? You know, it is a camera and it looks out when people come to the house, and apparently that's incredibly popular and people are buying them uh, all over the place, right? Yeah, the use case of this doesn't seem to be that uh, that clear, and even when it is to help uh, elderly relatives or something, it, it may not even work as well. And I suppose that's why Amazon is doing it through this. I think they call it you know, a a day one sort of program where, again, it's invite only, but you are also expected to give feedback to the company about the product uh, as well. So, I mean, you're basically paying to be a a beta tester, right? Right. And, yeah, as 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 you say, it it could flop. It's the same sort of thing with, you know, Google Glass a few years ago. And, of course, that had all of its own security and privacy implications as well. That died down. Facebook is uh, trying that again now. Even if this one flops, you know, Maybe somebody else is going to bring some sort of uh, physical AI assistant into the home. It just may not look like a cute you know Disney Pixar character next right. time mm-hmm.
0: right cool well uh let's wrap it up there um this is our first time trying this so thank you uh to everyone on twitch hopefully we'll do this more often whenever we have big stories uh to our cyber listeners we're gonna try to be a bit more responsive to the news when we have big big stories so we're recording this tuesday afternoon we're just gonna put this up on the feed so um give us uh give us some feedback if it sounds super rough um if I think there may have been some like slack dings and stuff in the background, That's stuff that we're working out, but, um, thank you for listening and you can subscribe to us, uh, twitch.tv slash motherboard TV. And for people on Twitch, you can find us, uh, under cyber, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, I am Jason Kebler and I'm here with Joseph Cox. Uh, thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Wow. only from Rustolium